What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Movie Dash podcast brought to you by Laoya.net, a podcast where we review movies, TV series, and round up the week with a discussion on an iron hot topic in the world of cinema. I'm Dashran Johan, and joining me today to discuss this week's topic is Jin So. How are you, man? Hello there. I'm good. I'm good. I am actually more than good. I am super excited for this topic. <sighs> me too, man. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. So, movies coming out in a few weeks' time. We are, of course, talking about, I think, probably on top of both of our anticipated yeah. lists yes, of sure. 2019. I am, of course, talking about Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. the final episode in the Skywalker saga. So today, we're going to be discussing the film, what we, more towards what we expect going into yep. it and what the film needs to achieve. People keep telling me they know me. No one does. But I do. I think there's no denying that whichever camp you're at, whether you love Last Jedi, whether you hate it, whether you're just neutral, whether you find it middling, that it definitely divided the fan base. Yep, for sure. Right? The fan base now has is divided more than it has ever been, mm. probably amplified because of the social media landscape. Yes. I don't know how the prequels would have been treated had it been come out in this era of social media. Mm. I don't know how Empire Strikes Back, which was frankly controversial at mm. the time. If we, I mean, we were not born at the time, but if we look through like old articles, reviews and all that, you know, it was pretty, like people were like shocked at how dark the movie was, mm. right? So we don't know how those movies, but at least like what we can say for sure is right now, The the Last Jedi has divided the fan base. Right. So what do you think and how do you think that affects Rise of Skywalker? And what do you think J.J. Abrams should do? So I think for, in terms of like, if people will still watch the next film, it's a no-brainer because they're going to want to know. Yeah, whether, even like those people who say boycott, boycott. boycott they're yeah, still going to watch yeah. it. They're still going to watch it. One is obviously to see if like it can save the franchise. Yes. But two is because they're, they're really hardcore fans. Yes. They're going to watch it either way. And it's going to make a billion dollars hands down. For sure. Yeah. And, and Disney and all that. But in terms of what J.J. should do, yeah. I'm sort of worried that he, he will pull a Force Awakens in the sense that it's going to be a safe move. Mm, I, I, yes. I, I'm not so keen on... And that's that's safe, you know? yeah, yeah. That's that's where I kind of like. I, I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted mm. because okay. So here's the thing, right? Like, what's interesting is Abrams wasn't supposed to direct Rise of Skywalker, right? It wasn't. Yeah. It was supposed to be Colin Trevorrow, mm. but then let's like. I think that's a dis- longer yeah, yep, discussion. Yep, yep. But basically, in the end, J.J. Abrams was pulled back in. Mm-hmm. The thing is, in Force Awakens, J.J. Abrams had this tall task on his shoulders where he had to basically bridge the gap between fans of the original yeah. and fans of the prequels yeah because you know as we know the prequels kind of yes it also brought in a lot of new fans of star wars like i think a lot of people from our generation That's grew right. up with the prequels but it also mi- turned off a lot of fans of the original so that's why Abrams did what he did with Force Awakens. Uh-huh. He wanted something nostalgic, something familiar, yet something really, really awesome. And I think for the most part, he succeeded yeah. in terms of bridging the gap. 
And then Ryan Johnson came and, you know, once again, like drove a wedge through the fandom. And now the fandom is once again all over the place, mm-hmm. right? Once again, J.J. Abrams has this tall task on his shoulders yep. to not only deliver a good film, but a film that would hopefully satisfy all factions of the now divided fan base. And hopefully by the end of Rise of Skywalker, everyone will be united again. But then that kind of, like you said, you know, makes it seem that maybe the best way to go about it is to make a safe Mm-hmm. film you know yeah. something familiar something yet good but familiar something that appeals to everybody and all that but that's not what i want to see right because this yeah, is the no, final episode of the Sky, exactly, skywalker yeah. saga you want something bold something shocking that's but right. not for the sake of it you know mm-hmm. something within the storyline makes sense and all that but also it doesn't just leave you happy but but there's also like a bit of you know like like bittersweet some you know that's like right, like a right. bit you know like emotions you, as well you know like yeah. a mix of emotions and all that and and the good news is here's what's interesting right you would a lot of people once like uh, last jedi came and went and everything like a lot of people were like you know jj abrams probably hates the last jedi mm. you know like jj like ryan johnson ruined jj yeah. abrams story and all these things but J.J. Abrams himself recently has repeatedly said that he actually likes The Last Jedi and what more than that, he feels that The Last Jedi gave him confidence to be bold because he said when he approached Force Awakens, he was a bit scared yeah. because he was like, oh my God, I don't want to hurt this, pe- right, this right. part of the fandom. What if I do this? And he hurts that mm. part of the fandom. But he said, seeing what Ryan Johnson did, like Ryan Johnson made a film that was true to himself. You know, he didn't make a film worried about what other people are going to think, you know. He's a huge Star Wars fan and he made what a film that he wants to make. And now J.J. Abrams said that watching Last Jedi gave him the confidence to make a movie that he Mm. wants to make. That J.J. Abrams can, you know, without thinking, overthinking it, he can just make a J.J. Abrams Star Wars film. So full of lens flares, right? Oh, definitely. I think, you know, like 200 lens lens flares per scene, per per frame, frame, you know. But yeah, like jokes aside. So that's what we think J.J. Abrams, you know, we want him to be bold. We want him to to experiment a little bit and I think he will. So let's dive into the story a little bit, right? Sure. So the biggest question mark, I would say, is... Of course, what is going to happen to the Princess Leia character, yep. right? Because Carrie Fisher, Carrie is Fisher, not with us. yeah, she, our dearest, you know, Princess Leia, mm. has passed away, and she passed away somewhere before the release of Last Jedi. Yep. And the thing is, her character in the movie still is still alive. alive, and the filmmakers has have promised that they are not gonna use cgi to you know like artificially recreate which they have done with some of the past characters yes but that and they have said that they're going to be using like old footage to you know like from force awakens Mm -hmm. and all that unused footage and sort of build a build her storyline and try to like you know piece it together together and stuff like that so what are you hoping like princess leia's arc will be in this movie 
I hope there's something with her and Ben Solo or, okay. or Kylo Ren. You want a confrontation? Yeah, I, I do. Um, I think there should be one. Okay. Like we, we've always been very close. Like, even mm-hmm. with the Last Jedi, you know, um, Kylo Ren has always been there, and he, and he she can feel him. He yes. feels her, but there's never a confrontation. Yes, and we really I really like to see one yeah. happen. But it doesn't have to end positively. It could end. You know, with her, something happening to her or something happening to him. Mm. But as long as there's something with the two of them, I yeah. think. Yeah. I think I would love to see that also. Yeah. But I don't know how they're going to do it. Yeah. Given, I don't, because we none of us have any idea what footage they have yeah. shot yeah. and yeah. all that. But like, like one of the best moments in Last Jedi is when Kylo Ren contemplates, yep. like, you know, shooting, like, you know, his mom from the ship. But then... You know, he just decides at the last second he's not going to, yep. and then like, he's basically his his soldiers did it anyway. But one thing I don't want is I don't want Princess Leia as a character to die in this movie mm. because like I I know like because if if Carrie Fisher was still alive, I think I wouldn't mind that. In yeah. fact, maybe I would want that. But now that Carrie Fisher has passed away in real life. I think this keeping her keeping a character alive would be just like something very heartwarming because you know that in story I want her to basically she's already uh, I want her to retire. She's basically right. already like you know like that that's that nice scene at the end of Last Jedi where she tells everyone like what are you looking at me for follow him yeah, you know pointing yeah. to Poe. So like she's basically like passing the torch, torch. to Poe and I want her to have a couple of strong moments with Ray, you know like emotional moments and I want her to basically ride off into the sunset, <laughs> retire and I want to know that whatever happens in the world of Star Wars, whether the good guys lose, uh, we, they're yeah. probably not going to lose but you know, whatever, you know, whether all the resistance members die and the yeah. galaxy explode or whatever it yeah. is, I want to know that Princess Leia is out there and True. she's safe. True, like now if she does you know, die in the film, mm-hmm. it might also seem like a move that, that's expected because, you know, um, Carrie Fisher isn't around anymore and then if she dies, then everyone's like, okay, we expected that. And yes. It's a bit straightforward whereas if you let her live and do it stylistically, do it in a way that makes sense. Yes. Just, I think, yeah, just to, yeah, to like just ten- a short tangent yeah. but I think it's related. I think the Fast and Furious franchise has mm. never been great but yeah. one thing they did amazingly is Paul Walker's the way they handled his you know like he literally drove off into the sunset and his character still lives so like if you are a hardcore Fast and Furious fan and all there is that spirit of Paul Paul Walker Walker. still living in the background of the movies although his character doesn't appear in the movies anymore but you know that he has retired from the Somewhere so-called that world. Yeah, he is there. He's there. He's still yes, and I think behind the wheel. Yes, yeah. you know, and I think that that is what pretty much you should do with Princess yep. Leia as well. Okay, now another interesting character we should talk about, and that is Kylo Ren. Right. So, should Kylo Ren be redeemed? Hmm. The logical and straightforward answer would be yes okay because he hasn't really had a good character arc in any of the two previous films it's uh that is where uh, i disagree like, with no, you no, my friend no, no, no. Okay. it's like it's I'm like, go ahead go ahead looking at his character arc so far i'm as confused as he is in terms of the force and what he should do i i am literally him i am that guy 
in his TIE fighter just holding that switch. I'm like, yes. I don't know what to do with this character. I, I don't know if he wants to be, to go, be on the good side or the bad side. And I think, to me, that's what's great about the character, True, right? true, yeah. Because, to me, Kylo Ren is probably the most beautifully written, fleshed out character in all of Star Wars. I know that oh. may be hyperbole. That is going to certainly rub a lot of people the wrong way. But if let's say we look at even Vader yeah. in the original trilogy, now remove the prequels out of the equation mm. because when the original trilogy came out, the prequels were not there. Yeah. If you look at Vader as a character, he was just a... Uh, and he was more of an enigma. He was, yes, he was charismatic. He was badass. He was yeah. cool. He became an icon. But as a character, as a nuanced character, yeah. there wasn't much. But I think Kylo Ren, there's a lot to him, right? From the first movie where he he comes off as this badass, he's very powerful and all that. But then when he removes the helmet, you see this, not kid, but you see this, this guy that is not as badass as yeah. he thinks he is. And they... He's a conflicted soul. He wants to be this. He, you know, aspires to be his grandfather at when he, you know, his, when when his grandfather was at his peak of mm. evilness, let's <laughs> call it. But he also has the light keeps pulling back at him, and that's why I love the. I love how he he has these emotions that he just cannot control, and I love that scene again, like with Princess Leia, like where yep. he, you know he contemplates shooting right. her, but he doesn't. And then I love how at the end of the movie of end of Last Jedi, he's just. You know, he's just kind of lost it when he has like he's, he has a lot of ego and a lot of uncontrollable emotion when he faces off against Luke Skywalker. I don't think he should be redeemed okay. because I love this kind of slow transition right. from first he killed Han Solo and that to me is already unforgivable. But there was that moment where, you know, like the Princess Leia moment. Yes. But then when he that moment for him to choose to me, like choose between the light side and the dark was that phenomenal throne room scene where he kills Snoke. Yep. Yes. And when Ray catches the lightsaber, they look at each other for a second, they turn mm. around and they start fighting the Pictorian guards. To me, that was phenomenal. I was cheering in the cinema. It was one, Kylo Ren is one of my, his deep favorite mm. Star Wars character of mine. I, I hate him in the sense of he's a villain, but I love the character so right. much so that moment was awesome but he chose to go to the dark side and like whatever happened at the end with him basically he didn't know that luke skywalker was basically just a projection right astral projection and he like shot yeah. every single blaster at luke he tried to stab luke with the lightsaber that means at that point to me like he is so far gone mm. his emotions have consumed him his anger has consumed him everything has cons consumed him to the point where he cannot come back and shouldn't. Yeah, we, I mean, you sort of see that in the trailer as well, like where he, but he's not with Ray. Yeah, that, of, yeah, that is the yeah. thing, you know. So, I know, but the thing is, the counter-argument, I would say, is like people say that Star Wars is always about that wrestling, like that wrestling match with the dark side yeah. and how, you know, people can always come back to the, the light. good, you know, to the light. So, I don't know. I wouldn't be against him teaming with Rey, but because again, that scene in Last Jedi, yeah. that throne room scene is simply mm. probably like my favorite Star Wars scene of all time. I like that feeling. I like the chemistry between Kylo Ren and Rey. But you think we, no? I don't want it. Okay. I think yes, okay. but I don't want it. All right. Okay, so that's where I stand. But from so, the trailer, what do, you, what, what do you think will happen? Like, I think, he will, I think okay. he will be okay. redeemed. And I think the reason he will be redeemed is 
the final character we're going to talk about and that is Palpatine. Right. right? So what do you think is Palpatine's role in this movie? And that Snoke is gone. Yeah. You would think that he's going to be the new big bad, but I feel like it's going to be a twist. I feel like yes, we don't really see in the trailer cuz you want to hold it back, you want to see it on screen. Mm-hmm. But that could also mean that he might not be the the the, the real big bad. I feel like I I was the one to be so straightforward. And like, okay, one guy's gone because um he was unfortunately killed in Last Jedi. And yeah. so we just bring back an old bad guy and just make him the new big the big bad. Yeah. He's a very interesting character, this Palpatine, because you would think that after Return of the Jedi is just yeah. dead, right? Yes. But then uh and you think there is like just looking from trailer standpoint, yep. he's like you said, you know, it's like one big bad is is gone. So JJ Abrams is back and he's like okay I need another big bad mm. so let's just bring back Palpatine but in interviews they have said that they have wanted to bring back Palpatine since Force Awakens mm. that means it was part of their bigger plan so I think they have something really really interesting planned for Palpatine I just it's difficult to say what it is but I think that's how they might go with this whole Kylo Ren redemption angle mm. is that because palpatine becomes this new big bad the only way i think two things might happen okay. right the first thing is i think more likely to happen is that because palpatine is is this huge big bad so ray and kylo ren need to team up right. to defeat palpatine right of course going to be more interesting mm-hmm. than that but that's the broad idea another thing that i think would literally make everyone lose their minds they have hinted at it in one of the thing in the first trailer if i'm not mistaken okay. or second trailer i think it's the second one the d23 trailer mm. is that ray becomes bad right he yes. joins she joins palpatine mm. and so kylo ren has, to be, to, has to be the one that saves the day because from a loose bloodline standpoint it also ties into the title kylo ren is literally the only skywalker of course there there's princess leia mm-hmm. but considering that you know princess leia is not going to play a huge role in the movie and it's going to be about this new set of characters kylo ren is the only other True. remaining skywalker or skywalker tied character and if you know for the longest time that ray is probably sort of associated she's close with the dark side we've seen it in the last jedi in, yes in that, on, on the island we've seen it in the false awakens it calls to her calls also to her. yes so and yeah that's probably yeah i think what could be because okay so here's what i read like a while back is that there was a spec script or original okay. idea that okay. was just cut out from the movie but then think they might bring it back is that in Force Awakens there was a scene w- where in the script you see Luke Skywalker's hand mm-hmm. flying across the galaxy just floating in out of something like that okay, right okay and an- the mystery that they brought out in Force Awakens which I like how they they answered the question in uh, Last Jedi but it couldn't maybe it's not the whole truth or whatever is the whole mystery of who is Rey right yeah. And what if there's this question that I don't know how I feel about this but it's interesting is that there's this fan theory that suggests that what if Rey is Palpatine Palpatine cloned Rey from Luke Skywalker's hand and that's why Rey is so powerful 
and so Ray is a clone of Luke Skywalker. Oh kind of like how uh like that uh X23 is a clone of Wolverine. Wolverine. Kind of like that. Ray was Ray is a clone of Luke uh, Skywalker and Palpatine cloned her and that's why Palpatine can control her and that's why in the in the D23 special Luke trailer you see her igniting a lightsaber that is red. I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah. I, it's certainly something, isn't it? Yes. I, I, okay. I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah. It definitely is possible. The, yes. Hearing it now, like, but we, we don't want that to happen, do we? Like, it's it's a bit too easy. We want... I mean, is it though? Is it too easy? Because we wouldn't like... I mean, none of us really... Like, it's a fan theory, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The thing is like... To me, it's interesting, but I don't know. I really don't know because what I want to see... Yeah. Okay, here's what I want to see. Sure. It's not an actual prediction or anything. Yeah, yeah. I want to see Kylo Ren go full evil because I would love this to be a beautiful arc of this guy who was conflicted and how with each passing moment... He wrestles with himself, wrestles with himself, but he loses the battle to the dark side yeah. and becomes this fantastic villain. And, but then, and more things about the Knights of Ren as well, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. But then we do see a scene in the trailer mm. where Kylo Ren is sort of fighting the Knights of Ren. Mm. Or at least we assume that's the Knights of Ren. So it's, it's difficult. And that's what I love about it, right? Yeah. I love about where Last Jedi left us. Whatever your thoughts on the movie are, is that you don't know what's going to happen in the next movie. It, it isn't as clear-cut because all the standard fantasy tropes were basically obliterated yeah, by Ryan yeah. Johnson, right? And you don't know where it's going to go. And the trailer, the genius of like Star Wars trailers and Marvel trailers is that you they don't... They, they, hit your emotions without yep. telling you what the plot that's is. Right. It, makes you, it keeps you guessing as well. Yes. And I think that's the fun part. So we, we don't really know what will happen, but it's fun to guess. It's fun to make theories and we'll see. December. Yes. All right. So those are pretty much our thoughts and our expectations and basically us just gushing about how excited we are about Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, the Ooh. final, final chapter in the Skywalker saga. We can't wait for it. It's just, it's coming out in a few weeks. Oh my God. <sighs> can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. But those are our thoughts. Now it's time for your take. Let us know what you think by hitting us up on Twitter at the movie dash. And if you like our podcast, be sure to subscribe to Movie Dash on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. There's also a video version of this on YouTube for those of you who like to check out our not so beautiful faces. Mm -hmm. Also, if you'd like to follow both of us on social media, you can follow Jin at at Jin on Instagram. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dash Talks Movies. Until next time, bye-bye. May the force be with you. Always.